Hi, it's Zoe and welcome to Thought Nugget number three. And hey, guess what? I've got some news. I'm heading to Las Vegas at the end of April. First time to Las Vegas. Pretty excited about that. I'm going there for an incredible masterclass called with the Flow Collective and Stephen Kotler. Now, Stephen Kotler is the co-author of best-selling books with Peter Diamandis, Abundance and Bold, as well as his own book, Stealing Fire. And this is a masterclass in writing and publishing best-selling novels. Novels, books, business books, really. So I'm going over there to get a leg up and a turbo boost for my upcoming book, People Stuff, which I'm in the middle of wrestling with. It's like wrestling a boa constrictor. So that's pretty exciting. We're going to all new level with this, um, this, with this next book. The other piece of news I have for you is that we now have a Facebook page for the podcast. I know it only took three years. And the reason that we've done this is to give you a chance and a place to go and have conversations about what you're listening to, to share your insights, your resources, to ask your questions of the interviewees of me, and basically engage a little bit more with the material if you'd like. So we're going to put the link in the show notes. You can just have a look at the um, description in your app there as you're listening and click on through. I'd love to have you join us on that page. All right. So interesting how when I work with clients, there's occasionally a theme that comes up. And this week, it's all been about acclimatizing. physiological acclimatizing, but more business acclimatizing. So let me first talk about the concept of acclimatizing. And from a physiological perspective, this is what happens when we change levels, when we go higher up on the planet. At sea level, our oxygen concentration is 21%. Uh, So at the air that you breathe, 21% is, uh, is oxygen. And when we go up higher, the number of molecules that we breathe uh, per breath of oxygen is reduced. Also at a high altitude, low pressure can cause fluid to leak from capillaries. Sounds so gross. And this can fill up your lungs and add uh, fluid in the brain. So it's called altitude sickness. You can imagine it's pretty gross. Um, For example, at 12,000 feet, which is 3,658 meters, there are 40% fewer oxygen molecules per breath. What this means is it takes some time for the body to adapt, and it can adapt. And the kinds of things that happen is to handle this reduced number of oxygen molecules per breath is the depth of respiration increases, pressure on pulmonary arteries increases, and more red blood cells move. um, Your body produces more red blood cells to move oxygen around the body. So how is this relevant to you? Well, it's an interesting metaphor because there are things that happen to us in our professional experiences that cause a need for acclimatization. So some of the conversations I had this week with different leaders, two of them were shifting into new roles. So promotions with new responsibilities, things they hadn't done before. One person had been a solo technician uh, in human resources and now is managing a team across the business. So this is a big shift. And anybody who's listening who's done that big shift where you've gone from just running your own show to all of a sudden handling a bunch of people, know that this is one of the major professional challenges that we can experience because it's a whole different ballgame. And the other, the other person I was talking to around their career transition is similar. They, are, they were an architect and now they are helping to manage a 
very extensive business with lots of moving parts. So how we operate in those different contexts completely needs to change. There's a whole new level of complexity and people stuff that we need to handle. Um, and I'll talk about what we need to prepare for in just a moment. There's another conversation I had with two other leaders that I've been working with, and it's about money acclimatization. And this is very different. And this is a particular challenge for entrepreneurs. And the conversation we're having about is how much money are you used to receiving? And because that sets your money mindset. I first learned this concept of a money thermometer from Kendall Summerhawk about 10 years ago. And it was all about, doesn't matter how successful you want to be, you actually need to shift your barometer, your money thermometer, so that you can acclimatize to seeking more money and receiving more money. Otherwise, you might get a windfall and blow it. <laughs> or you might screw up a deal because you're not used to asking for what you're worth and you may not know what you're worth. In those situations, we need to acclimatize to asking for more and receiving more. Otherwise, our body and our brain and our mindset cannot adjust. Uh, even in my own practice, there's new activity that requires an acclimatization. Uh, so all this investment in the book, say, for example, and I've got new investment in team members, my expenses are up, the activity that we're generating is up, and our visibility across different platforms is up. This requires an adaptation or an acclimatization. So how do we do that? So whether you're like the first two leaders who are going into new roles at work, and you've got a whole new context, a broader view to look at, or whether you're an entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and to get used to asking for more and to delivering more, there's a couple of key points. There's the biochemical adjustments that we need to make when we acclimatize. So just like when you go to from sea level to a higher elevation, you need to take time to adjust. The body needs time to adjust. And biochemically, when we shift from, new from an existing level of responsibility to a bigger one, we need to help our bodies deal with that. So it's called stress management. <laughs> so our bodies can go into fight and flight when we have these new experiences. We have an inner conversation that goes, can I do this? Will I be any good at this? What if I screw up? And that puts us into an unhelpful amygdala hijack where we're in survival mode, elevated heart rate, shallow breathing, uh, disturbed sleep, you name it, you know these things. So we need to do biochemical adjustments through intensive uh, stress management, meditation, deep breathing, exercise. And it's interesting, when I work with leaders, 100% of them need to improve their self-care, no exceptions. This becomes incredibly important the more scope of responsibilities that we gain. There is a higher demand on the body, let alone our intelligence and our skills that we need to be able to adjust for. Um, I have a mentor who talks about executive uh, executive fitness or performance fitness or speaker fitness. The more you do with something, the more energy you require. You need a whole different practice in order to support the increased level of responsibility, capability, and activity. And the second thing you need, to, you need is support. This kind of adjustment is not for the faint of heart. We, those internal dialogues are real challenges and that niggling self-doubt and worry can be quite isolating and, and difficult. So support can come in the form of mentors, of coaches, of peers, being in a group that helps teach you the skills and capabilities. So there's a couple of catchphrases that I think are useful to remember if you're looking to transition or you're in the middle of a transition 
and needing to acclimatize. These are this, new altitude needs new attitude. One of the key shifts in attitude is to go from a fear of loss, which is part of the amygdala hijack we experience when we're going from one stage to another stage. And you can replace the fear of loss with a love of learning. It's a very big shift in direction and orientation, but that new altitude needs that new attitude. And the second one is that new altitude needs new aptitude. So we really need to hone and harness different skills and practices at that new level to develop that executive fitness at the new level that you're experiencing. And the third piece is to remember that how you see is how you be. So if you climb to a new metaphorical or actual height, how you look out from that new perspective determines how you experience it. So you need to go with courage in order to be able to, and openness and being willingness to observe and learn in order to adjust to the new altitude. When you go high, you can see so much further. And I think this is incredibly important for leaders is that we need to expand our perspective. So take time to enjoy the climb to new heights. (laughs) I hope you're enjoying this metaphor. (laughs) Take time to enjoy it and make sure you make sense of it. Because what you see at higher altitudes is quite different than what you see from ground level. And I love this experience when I go bushwalking, is that when we are in the bottom of a valley, we have a very different view of what's going on. So I'm imagining walking through one of my favorite valleys and there's, there's mountains all around and they're spectacular and we can feel quite cozy and contained and safe. And then as soon as we start climbing the high mountains, it's a whole different story. It's steep, it's destabilizing, and yet at the same time, you can start to see how the valley is formed. You can see over the horizon to, into different, different valleys and different mountain landscapes, and therefore new opportunities and new directions. So working that metaphor, you can stay safe on the ground or you can climb heights, endure the destabilization and the acclimatization that's required, and get a whole new, broader perspective that can give you heaps new opportunities for you and your business. All right. You know what's coming up this week? <laughs> One of the interviews I love the most was is with Digby Scott. And Digby is a leadership expert just like me, and we kind of riffed and had a wonderful conversation about what it means to be a change maker. How do you lead change? This conversation was like listening to poetry. It was so elegant and thorough and exploratory. So look, at, look forward to that. It's coming out this week. Lastly, don't forget to check out the podcast Facebook page. I'd love to hear your comments and questions. And uh, we'll be sharing previews and other little sneak tidbits right there and then as a way of building community around this idea of exploring perspective. That's it from me. In the meantime, live well, lead well. <laughs>